0: Listen live at tasmaniatalks.com.au I was about to say on the line, but uh, we've actually got a proper human being in the uh, studio. Susie good g'day Susie. Hi, how are you going? I'm very well indeed. Now you're here on a couple of fronts, I guess. Firstly, we're talking in regards to the uh, the, the northern, Imp- oh, no, first of all we're talking about let, let's do the first one first, shall okay. we? Okay. You decide <laughs> the order. The Countrywide Hydrogen and the Launceston Airport. There's a connection there. It's not immediately obvious tell us what the connection is
1: yeah so this is a, a fantastic opportunity that uh, an mou was signed yesterday to actually conduct a feasibility study into the airport producing um, putting in solar panels on their vacant land uh, to actually produce electricity to go into a hydrogen plant mm-hmm. so that um, countrywide can actually put a refueling station in the industrial estate out there uh, mostly for heavy vehicles to start with uh, but obviously it has a uh, as we move forward and and the technology gets, you know, catches up with us, yes. <laughs> um, it will be for cars and... and uh, That's an interesting and,
0: thing. I mean, a lot of people say that it's not a very efficient way of using the power from the sun... But if it's excess power, it's a terrific way to use it, isn't it?
1: Yeah, so it's actually something that can feed straight into produce, you know, obviously when you're looking at a hydrogen, to produce hydrogen, you need two things, mm-hmm. well, three actually. You need water, you need electricity, and you need an electrolyzer that it goes through yes. and then, you know, out pops hydrogen and the uh, byproduct is oxygen.
0: So the, the electrolyzer is at Bell Bay?
1: Uh, no, so the ele- oh. they're looking at putting the electrolyzer in the heavy industrial estate, so that'll be part of the feasibility study. So this goes
0: out at? Uh...
1: Out at Western. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So, um, I guess from a BBAMZ point of view, our responsibility is not just Bell Bay when yes. we talk about hydrogen. It's actually around the whole state, um, and it's it's kind of really cool the way that this came about. Was when I was actually campaigning, um, I had a fair bit to do with Shane at the airport, and I got to know what his vision was for the airport and around, especially around green uh, ambitions. I guess for for the for a regional airport because you know they are the uh, the best regional airport in Australia for a reason, and yeah, he yeah. wants to keep that title, obviously. So that's he the, had these grand plans, and um, and because I have my hydrogen connections, I was able to hook the two up get uh, them all together. and that's get a, them together.
0: I was looking at this originally and thinking, where does the connection come yeah. in? So that's how it is. <laughs> that's the connection. So, so the idea in a nutshell is you get the, you get the electricity from... Vacant land at the airport, which must remain vacant obviously because So putting solar panels on. So and that then that then I guess or half of that ends up being turned into hydrogen.
1: From, electric, from electricity, it'll feed from into the bio, yeah, and, and then could you take the uses. hydrogen
0: to Bell Bay.
1: No, no, no. So the hydrogen will actually stay in the industrial estate as a refuelling station. Okay. Um, so that your heavy transport, so trucks, will be able to refuel there. Oh, right. Um, and we'll be able to convert, you know, start getting some hydrogen trucks on the road yes. in Tassie, which is exactly what we want. What
0: an amazing thing! Yeah. What an amazing thing! Apparently, you can run a petrol car on hydrogen somehow. Ooh. I'm not sure what has to happen to the hydrogen, but if it can be done reasonably straightforwardly without too many losses in the system, yeah. I guess, is what, the, what yeah, it comes well, down to.
1: There are the, hydrogen the, vehicles around. The um, market
0: for that would be yeah. absolutely huge because yeah. it would mean, I mean, it would probably still make your car more expensive to run than an electric car. But if you don't do a lot of miles in your car, you may still be better off Keeping your old car and running it on some sort of weird hydrogen mixed. I'm giving you ideas, aren't I? And and if you go away and do something with these ideas, a lot of people will benefit. Yeah.
1: Well, um, currently, there are some hydrogen vehicles on the market. um, And to give you an idea, this, like at the refuelling station where the hydrogen will be produced by the solar panels Mm -hmm. uh, as the electricity source, can actually produce around two tonnes per day of um, hydrogen. Now, to give you an example of what that means for an everyday vehicle, Mm Every day vehicle takes about five and a half to six kilograms of hydrogen. Is that all? Yeah, that's all. Yeah, um, okay. And it, it, at the moment, it's around $15 a kilogram. So it's actually on par wow. and a little bit if not a little bit cheaper than what we're paying right now for petrol and diesel, yeah, yeah, So um, that's what we And, you know, as we know, when you um Now, to the range, this is what I love about hydrogen versus EVs at the moment. I'm sure EVs will, uh, as the technology gets it's, better. It's the range yeah, issue, isn't but it? But it's the range, yeah. yeah. So for a full tank, you know, for that six kilograms, that will actually get you between 800 to 1,000 kilometres um, in a car. So it's a fair bit longer than um, yeah. a charge will for an EV.
0: The downfall, I guess, is the fact that I think if you use hydrogen, it, it takes double the amount of electricity to get you X amount of hydrogen than if you just use the electricity. But then you've got the range issue. So Yeah, yeah. It's,
1: and it, that's why heavy transport in particular is very interested mm. in um, hydrogen because, as we know, the only thing that it emits is a bit of water out your exa- yeah. exhaust pipe. So. And even
0: if it costs <laughs> double to run than an electric truck... It's still a whole lot cheaper than petrol or diesel. Well, it's
1: around the torque that as well. So an electric vehicle will find it very difficult to tow. You know, oh, to, okay. you know, so a heavy load, where hydrogen doesn't have that issue. So um, oh, that's right. why hydrogen's being more looked at in the heavy transport area because of that ability to have heavy loads um, that oh. it doesn't really affect
0: it. Goodness me. Okay, I've learned a whole lot here. This is amazing <laughs> stuff. I just want to keep my old car and I don't want to buy a new car. I'm too, too miserable. Had it, had it for years. We're talking resumes as well. This is something else. So we're, we're mixing up everything. Yeah. <laughs> I've got I've got something here. This is a, a, a letter. I presume it's real, and I thought maybe what I would do is get you to read it out, not, not, read it out nice and slowly so, so everyone can a, a absorb it. It doesn't have anyone's name on it. So, okay, okay. Susie over to you.
1: So it says, application for employment. I refer to the recent death of the technical... Ma- That's unfortunate. Technical <laughs> manager at your company and hereby apply for the replacement of the deceased manager. Each time I apply for a job, I get a reply that um, there was no vacancy, but in this case I have caught you red-handed, and you have no excuse because I even attended the funeral to be sure that he was truly dead and buried before applying. Attached to my letter is a copy of my CV and his death certificate. Well, that's a bit harsh, isn't it?
0: What do you think's wrong with that?
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> probably not the right approach.
0: <laughs> Have you ever seen anything like that in your life? Uh, no, I haven't. No, no, not not quite. Um, you'd see you'd see a lot of people make mistakes with resumes, eh? Yeah,
1: we do. Um, and But the thing we find with a lot of um, school-age... Um, Uh, people as well though is that they actually don't know what their skill base is and what those transferable skills are Mm -hmm. so you know you'll talk to a 15 year old and and you'll say what skills have you got and they'll go oh nothing you know i've got, i don't know anything no don't do anything and then you start to dig a little bit deeper and you go well i I noticed that um uh, do you play football oh yeah no no i play football that's a team sport, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so you've oh, got right. good team skill, you know. And when you actually start pointing some of these things out to young people, they go, "Oh, hang on, I've got more skills than I thought I." Yep. And that's then the basis that you can start with their resume. I
0: knew someone you know. years ago that. Uh they didn't think they knew anything, but yeah. they knew everything about computers and yeah. people would take their computers to him and say, what the hell's going on with this? And he'd pull it to bits and fix it and it was done. And you yeah. think, hmm, okay, you could make money out of this, you know? Yeah, definitely.
1: We had one guy that, um, you know, kept telling us, no, he didn't do anything, didn't do anything. I said, what are you doing weekends, you know? Hmm. Oh, well, I've got- mum and dad have got this old car in the backyard and i tinker with that, you know, i take it apart, put it together and I'm like, have you ever thought you might, you might want to look at it being a car mechanic? No, oh, no, I never really thought of that. Yeah. You know, so it's really opening up opportunity Get paid but, uh, to do something you like. Yeah, that's, exactly.
0: That's all you have to do. Sometimes work yeah. out what you know. Um, I guess too. I, I was going to suggest here because things are changing. We, we don't know where things are going with the economy at the mm-hmm. moment. In theory, in all, all, all the theory seems to tell us that unemployment should be going up, but it's actually going down. Is it actually reversing? Do, do employers actually have to try harder now to get workers? Where oh. before it was the workers who had to try so hard to impress the the employers. Now it seems to be going the other way around.
1: There are so many jobs out there at the moment, <laughs> um, which is fantastic. Uh, and that's what, you know, Hub actually does. Uh, we work with the employers and mm. young uh Funny you say that because I've
0: got this here. This is something I prepared earlier. Oh
1: I have to read something
0: else. I reckon you've actually seen this before, okay? I reckon you've seen this before, but you have a read of that one. This is from an employer.
1: So do you want me to read this one out? So Men Wanted. For hazardous journey, small wages, bitter, cold, long months of complete darkness, constant danger, safe return, doubtful, honour and recognition in case of success. (laughs) Ernest Shackleton.
0: Yes. (laughs) It's apparently a true ad that he put in. And and people applied for the job. What would you... I mean, what's wrong with that? I'm sure there's (laughs) a bunch of things wrong with that. Lisa's it's not false advertising no
1: it? it's not but uh i mean we do have very truthful and open and honest discussions with our job seekers of what they're looking for and we also have it with our employers to what they're looking for in a, a job seeker now if we went back to the employment rate that you were talking about even though uh, unemployment has gone down and, mm. and you know it's just gone down to 3.4 percent nationally it's just nuts isn't it however yes when we start looking at youth unemployment that is still quite high so even in Launceston, we have nearly an eight percent youth unemployment rate. In Georgetown, it's nearly seventeen percent youth unemployment rate. So yeah, this is okay. where we need to, and you know, be, be concentrating some of our time. Um, and we have just received some funding um, from Jobs Tasmania to actually put a youth specific position in, mm-hmm. uh, working in conjunction with Why Not, um, to actually look at why are young people. Uh, not being able to engage and being able to help them do that. Uh, we did have an interesting case, I must admit, with a, a young person saying that, um, look, I've got to have constant social media breaks. Uh, oh, any, really? Y- yes. So uh, okay. they, they actually, um, this person believed that that was an entitlement, like that that was something they were entitled to well, um, in a job. Maybe and it will like, be in the right, future. Okay, they might yeah. be just
0: looking into the future and <laughs> yeah. seeing something we're not.
1: And uh, so it's having, and you know, look, some jobs you can do that, you know, yeah. with you can check your social media every now and then or whatever. in a. In, but some jobs you can't. Yes. So it's really been quite realistic about what those positions are that you can, where you can't. Mm. Um, and, again, we want to set people up for success, not for failure. So if we know all of this information, we can make sure we're doing the matching properly. Looking
0: at it in reverse, if a, if an employer was to say, look, you can have, you know, 15 minutes, you know, couple of times a day they may get a good applicant that
1: that is exactly right you don't want to rule anything out as mm. well um and so we do need to have those very frank conversations with some of our businesses about Mm. things aren't like they were 20 or 30 years ago sometimes there's got to be a bit of give and take
0: yep no that's fair Richard's just said here a surgeon can't go onto onto social during surgery
1: uh, no. no. Probably
0: not. It would be a bad thing. <laughs> just yeah, just, just yeah. hold this clamp, nurse. I'm going to just go and yeah. look at this.
1: Well, there's certainly some you know areas in Bell Bay with um, highly hazardous materials that are down there that you probably wouldn't want someone checking their phone. That's
0: it. I worked in a brick factory once and if you if you walked off, uh, bricks would go everywhere. And I was just shocking. <laughs> that was the worst job I've ever done. Anyway, uh, that's another story. Another story for another day. How do people get involved? If you're an employer or an employee or a yeah, potential so employee... A what Especially happens?
1: this time of year, we know there'll be a fair few um, young people leaving school and perhaps looking for that first part-time job. Yes. If they need help with their resume, please come and see us. So we're <laughs> at 123 York Street, so just drop in between 10 and 4, any time, Monday to Friday, um, and we'll be able to help you out with your resume and get, get, get something on paper for you so that you can go out and start talking to some people and employers. Um, otherwise, if you actually can't, because you might live in Campbelltown or something like that, oh, yeah. um, just give us, a, give us a call or get on facebook um, or our website and we'll actually come to you and uh, and yeah so we have a mobile service uh, we're place based so if you're in even in flinders island so we cover flinders island the west tamer launceston georgetown meander valley and northern midlands so if you're in any of those areas please get in touch and we can help you out
0: Jobs over Christmas, do people get jobs over Christmas or does it all just stop?
1: No, there's well, certainly in the hospitality, you know, oh, so yeah. it depends, and retail in particular, yep. there are a lot of jobs happening, you know, be t- needed between now uh, and the Christmas period and after the Christmas period. So there's a lot of things around.
0: How many hospitality jobs do you reckon you've got?
1: Oh, there, there's now. a lot. <laughs> what,
0: hundreds? Yeah. Dozens? hundreds.
1: Uh, look, there's a lot of, uh, to be quite honest, n- nearly every industry you can think of, we've got jobs available right now. Yeah, so okay. please come and have a chat to us.
0: Goodness me. And how do they contact you?
1: So we are at 123 York Street if you want to walk in. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Otherwise, please get onto the website or our Facebook page and contact us through there.
0: Excellent stuff. Susie Bower, talk to you again next year. Have a good Christmas. You too. This is Tasmania Talk. Listen live at tasmaniatalks.com.au.